0: In the last two episodes, I started sharing with you a new workshop I have recently created. I want to share it with those who are interested, and I thought the most obvious place would be here on the podcast. There are four parts, and I will share one part each week. Today is part three. If you haven't listened to part one or part two, I'd suggest you start there. Go back to episode 122 and 123. Come back to this episode after you've listened to those since they build upon each other. In all of these episodes, I will be referring to some downloads that you can use to practice the principles that I am teaching. Look in the show notes below to get those free PDFs to print off for your own use. I am excited to be sharing this workshop with you. If you have any questions, email me at marlethunkydory.com and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. If you'd like to receive the full workshop with the videos, go to hunkydory.com forward slash the number four tips to get that sent to your inbox. That's four tips. Let's get started with part three of the four tips to improve any relationship series. Have you recently gone through a life transition that has left you feeling anything but hope? A medical diagnosis? Adorable young children are suddenly teenagers and don't adore you anymore? Have you been diagnosed with depression or anxiety and the medication is helping but you don't feel even close to like your old self again. You are suddenly in an empty nest and realize that the empty nest syndrome is real. There are so many challenges in our lifespan that seem to yank away our hope, but that doesn't mean you can't get it back. You can learn to feel hope. My name is Marla Beach and I am a relationship and connection coach and I specialize in helping women just like you who are struggling to feel hope. There isn't a pill for that but there are proven principles that I can teach you to help you to find hope again. When we lose hope we lose drive and believe that we are the victims of our circumstances. There is no reason for you to feel hopeless. Life has more to offer you. Please, find enough belief that there is a way back to the life you dream about. A life full of peace, joy, contentment, and yes, hope. I've created a mini-workshop for you to share a few of the many principles and practices that will bring hope back into your life. I want to share this with as many women as I can, so I'm sharing it with you for free. This mini workshop is made up of short videos that I will send to your inbox every day for four days. Each day you will walk away with another principle to try on that will bring you more hope. I have been where you are. Depression took me away from my family when I wanted to show up as the mom they needed. As I dug my way out of that depression, I found principles that helped me feel hope and I've continued learning and practicing them every day for the past 15 years. I will share these principles with you. There is hope. I see you struggling. I understand how hard you are trying, and I'd like to help however I can. Welcome back to the Improving Any Relationship series. Yesterday, we talked about strengthening your communication. Now, remember, in order to be able to be a better communicator, you have to start by getting real with yourself. You have to be honest about what's going on and taking responsibility for your part. Now, this begins by first being able to recognize emotions and naming them. I hope you took the time to name a few of your emotions yesterday. Did that list help? I hope you printed it off. If you haven't done this yet, I'd encourage you to do it. Set a reminder on your phone that simply reminds you to be looking for emotions to define in yourself and in other people. It will help your brain remember to be looking for that. All right, you're now ready to move on to tip number three, enhancing companionship. I also like to call this the connection phase. You will connect to yourself and others better. When you treat yourself and any other relationship you're trying to improve as you would with a valued friend, begin by being a good friend to yourself. Now, we all have seven basic needs. We're going to take a deeper look at each of these in my full Connection and Relationships course, and we can talk about that later. But today, I'll just introduce them to you. I also have a quiz to help you discover how you're doing in each area. When you're ready to start improving your relationships at a deeper level, I will send you that quiz before we begin working together. But for now, here are the seven basic needs that all humans need in relationships. Safety, trust, appreciation, respect, validation, encouragement, and dedication. Now notice that the beginning letter of each of the seven basic needs spells starved. It's a great way to help you to remember them. Did you realize that starved people starve people? We begin to feel starved when we're not caring for ourselves. I didn't feel any of the seven basic needs about myself when I was so starved in my depression. Even if they were true. I didn't feel them. It was only when I began to feed myself that I was able to start feeding others. And that's when all of my other relationships began to improve. That's why we begin with ourselves. When you feel safe, trusted, appreciated, respected, validated, encouraged, and dedicated, you can begin giving those needs to others. One of the most powerful things we can do to improve a relationship is to look for the positive things that are already happening. Sometimes we miss these things because we're simply not looking for them. I have an activity for you to start that will help you to do this. It will help you document all the things that you are doing that are good and positive in your life. It's called the T-chart. Amazing and creative name, I know. I've included a PDF for you to download below this video so you can print off the T-Chart. The T-Chart does three things. Number one, it encourages you to do more things that improve your relationship with yourself. Number two, it helps you to stay focused on what is already working and positive. And number three, it communicates to yourself what helps you to feel blank. Insert one of those seven basic needs, one of the starved needs. Now, I love how this helps you to stop focusing on what isn't working and helps you to see what is. Sometimes we underestimate the power that comes by just changing our focus. This will help you to do more things that make you feel starved safe, trusted, appreciated, respected, validated, encouraged, or dedicated. If you're feeling one of the emotions that you identified in tip number two, then you can choose to do something for yourself that meets that need. Let's say you're feeling underappreciated. You've been with the kids all day long, picking up after them, feeding them, playing with them, and you're tired. You are worn out. And your husband walks in and isn't exactly thrilled about what you made for dinner. Character. Instead of your natural response to jump down his throat for being so insensitive, and let's face it, stupid for saying that, this is where you can choose to use your character to not say anything in the heat of the moment. And instead, choosing to recognize for yourself how tired you are. Follow that up with acknowledging for yourself all the things you've worked hard doing today. Remember, this is all done within yourself, in your thoughts. Give yourself compassion for all the work you've done in taking care of the kids and preparing that meal. You know what you need to hear. And instead of expecting your husband to tell you that, tell it to yourself and really mean it. Perhaps that conversation inside your head goes something like, Marla. Look at all you've done today. It makes complete sense that you're tired. What a great job you've done, managing all the needs of the kids, keeping the house semi-picked up, and even spending time playing with them. I'm excited to eat the meal I prepared. Good job today, Marla. I appreciate you for all you've done. I think you're doing a fantastic job. Now, that doesn't come easy to start with, I understand but it can become a habit. And this is where that T-chart comes in and where it can help you develop that habit. Every night, you're going to write down three things that helped you to feel one of the seven basic needs. Write down the things you said to yourself to help you feel appreciated or what you wished you had said if you didn't do it. Now, maybe once your husband has transitioned from work to home, he recognized all that you've done that day. And he tells you, so you could write that down. Or if you've had a hard time doing things for yourself, on the T-chart, you could write three things you would do for yourself if you really loved you. You could write down what you would like to say to yourself better tomorrow that would help you feel better. And you could also write what you wish your husband would have said to you. Now, identifying these things and writing them down helps you to remember to do them when it happens again. Here's a rule about the T-chart though. No repeats from day to day. This will help you to dig a little deeper and really find more ways that you are showing up for yourself or trying to show up like that. I hope that this has helped you today. If you have any questions about the T-chart, you can respond to this email and ask me the questions that you have. You can also connect with me on Instagram. I'm at hunkydory There, H-U-N-K-E-E-D-O-R-I. Look for ways that you can use this in the next 24 hours and have the courage to try it. Now, as I've been saying each day, courage isn't what comes because you feel completely comfortable doing something new. Courage is what you gain because something felt uncomfortable and you chose to do it anyway. Practice being courageous by enhancing your companionship and connection with yourself. Make sure to print off the t-chart I've made for you below. Put it somewhere that you will see it often, like on your bathroom mirror. Add three ways that you met one of your seven needs today, or what you want to try before you watch tomorrow's video. Get your brain looking for these things you're doing that will connect to yourself. Now, I'll see you back here in your email tomorrow with tip number four for improving any relationship. Thanks for listening to the four steps to improve any relationship series. There are so many things I want to continue teaching you that add on to the foundations I am sharing here in the workshop. If you'd like to view the full workshop with the graphics and PDFs I'm referring to in today's episode, you can get those at hunkydory.com forward slash four tips. If you'd like to work one-on-one with me to receive individual help with the connections in your life that aren't happening as you'd like them to, sign up for a complimentary call with me to get started. You can register for a time that works best for you at hunkydory.com forward slash consult. Life truly changes when you feel connected with yourself and with those you love most. I'm here to help you get started. Have a wonderful day, and I'll see you back here again next week.